to Snacramento, a Sacramento food podcast presented by the King's Herald. Uh, my name is Richard Ivanowski. I'm here with my co-host, first Kevin Fippen. How are you doing today, man? Great, great, great. Can't wait to talk about this. So much to talk about, but got to introduce my other co-host, Mr. Will Griffith. How are you today, buddy? Gentlemen, how's it going today? I'm doing great. I'm doing fantastic. I'm doing fantastic, and we have got one hell of a topic. I'm not even going to mince words, not even going to draw this out. It's ice cream. It is a cold treat, but a super, super hot topic in Sacramento because, yeah, folks are ready to go to war. Uh, We put a poll up on Twitter. We never actually plugged our Twitter account here, but it's at SacramentoPod. Got almost a thousand votes on this thing, and it was incredibly close, especially between Leatherbees and Gunther's. Uh, What did you guys think of like the poll itself? Like, anything surprise you there? I so no, not not in terms of like just the the I don't know the amount of people who had passionate takes about ice cream in Sacramento. I think we talked about this before, but it's like a top ten thing people in Sacramento want to argue about. Um, I was surprised that Vix didn't do better. I'll say that much. Um, I, you know, growing up, Vix was super popular at my high school. I went to McClatchy. The, you know, the kids in, in, in that area are all about it. Um, but Gunther's doing as well as it did is not shocking to me. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I was always a because I I came to Sacramento for college. The only thing I'd heard of right off the bat was Leatherbees. You show up at Sac State, people talked about, oh, we're going to Leatherbees for this and that. And like Gunther's came a little later. The like Gunther's was the people who had been living in Sacramento for a while that tell you, oh, don't go to Leatherbees, go to go to Gunther's. I, I was surprised at how heated it got and how many different things people threw on in the comments too. We had a couple. Um, we got we had a couple like dark horses too that I, uh, I'm excited for for a uh, already for a follow up episode so we can go to these other places in the outlying areas. Yeah, there was a lot of you know truthers that were really <laughs> um, you know adamant that we screwed up by omitting their favorite places. But uh, on, honest, honest to God, like arguing about your local like your neighborhood ice cream place is like that's that if you if you don't do that you aren't a sacramentan it's it's there's a lot of regional pride in you know my spot is gunther's or it's vicks or it's leatherbees or or any of these other spots um and and a lot of it has to do with you know where your family brought you when you were growing up and then that becomes your spot but i think all of these places do one thing better than the other we'll talk about that a little bit more but i i'm i'm I think this is like uh, for. I think it's fun to talk to you guys about it because you both didn't grow up in Sacramento proper, right? Right. Yeah, that's right. I might be the latest comer to Sacramento, and it's interesting that you mentioned Will that Leatherbees had a big name reputation because that was not the impression that I got by the time that I got here. With whatever the group of people that I associated with, they are a Gunther's people. Uh, through and through and I did live in Midtown so maybe that's a proximity thing I think you're right Kevin that like you call these turf wars and I think that's pretty much correct 
However, I basically had not heard of other beasts for like quite some time. And to see them winning in the polls, and they were winning in the polls, I think some late campaigning on the behalf of Gunther's. I did some myself, honestly. I was like, look, Leather, I mean, Leatherby should not be winning this. Uh, a lot of people were were retweeting. We were getting like people, you know, they were there to yeah, rep their turf for sure. But well, I, I mean, Leatherby's could have won this thing. Absolutely, they could have won this Yeah, thing. and I think it's a bigger deal amongst the Catholic school crowd, um, which maybe doesn't make sense to you. But I mean, there are some big Catholic schools in Sacramento, Jesuit, St. Francis back in the day was Loretto and Christian brothers and all of the little elementary schools. And those kids grow up going to Leatherby's. It's owned by like a, a Catholic family that's been around for years. My wife worked there and has a lot of friends that she grew up working there with. So the, it's, it's definitely been around for ever. Um, and, and it's popular amongst that crowd. And I guess if you, and, and, and beyond that, that's that's obvious, but if you weren't in those circles, maybe you were more apt to hear about, you know, Gunther's or Vicks. I don't know. Right, and then we had the West Sack kind of like crew come in with Devil May Care. So we got to give a shout out Devil May Care. I mean, that must be a whole other. Can you actually break down like the geography of these spots for me? Yeah. So Devil May Care is in West Sacramento, and I think it's pretty new. I don't think it's been around for too long, although the people like the number of people who jumped in our mentions who were like, I'm not voting if devil may care ice cream isn't included in your poll. Um, or I only voted for Gunther's because devil may care wasn't there. Um, it was pretty surprising. I think that they are like, have been around for like less than five years. Um, I've never been there. I've kind of always wanted, I know that they have really non-traditional flavors, which is cool. Um, uh, but maybe if you're more into like a more traditional thing, you're going for a chocolate or, or, a you know, mocha almond fudge, maybe you, you might not find it there, but apparently it's very good, um, is what I hear. But I mean, so that's West Sacramento. That's not even in the city of Sacramento. You've got Vicks, which is in, uh, Land Park. You've got Gunther's, which is more like Curtis Park, Hollywood Park, maybe even, you know, bordering Oak Park, but I think it's Curtis Park proper. And then, you know, growing up in the 90s, there was a place that closed recently, but it was called Burr's and they sold Vicks ice cream, but it had its own kind of East Sac flair. So that was in East Sacramento. Uh, Leatherby's is sort of out in the Arden area. Uh, mm -hmm. So if you were a kid that went to Loretto and Jesuit and, and, and out there, you, you might have, or, or even El Camino and, um, and, and Rio Americano, you might've been a Leatherby's kid as opposed to some of these other spots. So like it very much, I think is dictated by the neighborhood you grow up in or the neighborhood, maybe your parents grew up in and they keep taking you to the spot that they went to when they were kids. So, uh, there are more, I'm sure that people would hit us up with a bunch. I think you talked a little bit about like ginger Elizabeth and there's like some, what's the gelato spot in Midtown? There's one like right next to Ginger Elizabeth. Oh, uh, Divine, right? Divine. Divine, yeah. Some people are super into that. Um, you know, there's some more like niche, like mochi type places and and things like shave ice and, and, and stuff like that. Penguin. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I think, you know, for our polling, we were talking about like the, the classic kind of ice cream establishments that have been around forever, except we also included the parlor, which I think is kind of a niche thing as well. But 
still awesome. I'm glad um, you're mentioning them because I think they deserve it. Like they were in our poll, which may right. have proved to be a mistake because of all the love that <laughs> devil may care got. Yeah. Yeah. But they, I mean, they are, I think they're a worthy competitor. They're definitely doing something that nobody else is doing, right? Like you can't get what they're making at any of these other spots, right? The, and we'll talk about that later. Um, but, but it definitely like, that's not the classic sit down ice cream spot that like Vicks and Gunther's and, and Leatherby's is. Or yeah. So as you mentioned, we will get into that later. I, I think we're going to cover pretty much all of the spots we talked about, at least in some way, shape or form. Uh, because you know, those are, I've learned two things from this week of doing the podcast. One Sacramento is ready to go to war over ice cream. And <laughs> two, you and I and Will, the three of us, are uh, like officially past the pretense of reviewing food and we're just going to eat a bunch of crap because we're fat animals. And I, I think like <laughs> together we made like seven trips to ice cream spots over the last couple of days. Uh, yeah, this was definitely like just an excuse to eat ice cream. My, my wife got so excited when I told her what we were doing. She's like, well, we've got to try to hit as many spots as we can. I'm like, you just want to eat ice cream. Like, I'm not going to remember all of these, uh, but I think we should probably let everybody listening know that we're, we welcome your hate as well, because we're probably going to throw out some ice cream takes. This is a very passionate subject. Please uh, yell at us. We, we welcome it, right? 100%. Oh, yeah. Especially Will. He's going to say something wild. He thinks he doesn't have any. <laughs> he told us before we hit record that he doesn't have any controversial ice cream takes. That can't be true. This is a this is a vanilla episode for Will. He's got he's got nothing but love for ice cream. <laughs> I also think it lines up well with like uh, an oncoming heat wave where it just you want ice cream more when it's getting hotter and it really started to heat up the last couple of days. So yeah, I'm making like back to back trips. We went uh, two days in a row to this place uh, down here in Stockton that actually serves Gunther's. So again, we'll get into that, but. Uh, later in the show for now I, I do have to get this off my chest because uh, I just don't want to forget it it was it was so funny to me my wife who's a very 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 nice person um, said one of the funniest things that I think actually applies to this show and uh, to this topic on the show pretty well you know last week we did burritos and this week we're doing ice cream she said after we had been to this place you know, you can tell a Mexican restaurant is good when there's Mexican people there. And you can tell an ice cream place is good when there's obese people there. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, you and don't want to walk into an ice cream shop and like everybody there is wearing their CrossFit clothes. That doesn't make me feel like it's going to be great. No, there were some, uh, some big fine women and men up in this spot. And uh, yeah, we were, yeah, I'm on my way to being one of them pretty soon if I don't, if I don't chill out. I mean, <laughs> But uh, yeah, I'm excited to talk ice cream for sure. Um, and I think the first topic has to be, you know, like, Will, obviously, I don't think anyone in the right mind would say ice cream is their favorite food, but is ice cream your favorite dessert or among your favorite desserts? Yeah, I, I 100% on that. I grew up, at, there are like ice cream families, like there are people that just like, oh, well, we're done with, uh, we're done with uh, dinner for the night. Let's wait about half an hour and get some ice cream. And like, that's, that was my family. My, my, my grandmother came to live with us when she was like 90 years old. And every night from the time I was 11 to the time I was 19, every single night we had vanilla ice cream. 
like uh, there might be a night where I had a game or I was sick or whatever like that, but at like 95% accurate here. We had vanilla ice cream or something every single night. Do you get like nostalgic vibes when you eat it now? Yeah, like like especially vanilla because my grandmother was she was like this old grumpy lady from from a steel town back in Pennsylvania. You know, she was just she was just just kind of rough and she'd give you that stare and she just wouldn't speak much. She was she's one of my favorite people of all time, but she was just that way. She's just an an older kind of grumpy lady. And every night we'd be sitting there watching a game. Oh, Grammy, you want some ice cream? Oh. Well, all right, okay, I'll get some ice cream. And so then you'd give her a scoop. You want some sprinkles? No, nah, I don't need no damn sprinkles. <laughs> and so then, like, it was a challenge. Like, one night I'd, like, put sprinkles on it anyways. No, I don't want sprinkles. Take it back. And so, like, yeah, there's some nostalgia when it comes to ice cream where, like, I can sit there and, like, I can remember my family sitting around watching TV eating ice cream. Like, we, I mean, pies and cakes and whatever else, desserts are fine. But, like, ice, ice cream is the ultimate for my family. I feel like Will just made everyone cry just talking about ice cream. Just I, I miss my grandmother. <laughs> so always vanilla though, huh? You couldn't like slip in like a, I don't know, like a chocolate or, or no, a strawberry. We, I mean, it was that or like rainbow sherbet was there, was their other one. So we, we could have, we could have others and, but you'd get like the little pint size of those or the little cartons of it. Most of the time it was like a, one of those big gallon tubs of vanilla and another yeah. big gallon tub with the rainbow the, sherbet. The bucket. Yeah. The, the bucket with the red <laughs> handle. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yep. That's, that was it. Those were the two, rainbow sherbet and, and vanilla ice cream. Nice. I think I'm in the same boat, but it's only because ice cream is so accessible, right? Like growing up, it was what you had because like it's like who, you know, who's going to make a pie? You know what I mean? So you can get ice cream at, at Safeway or at Bel Air or whatever your local grocery store is and have that for the week. And that's definitely what we had. I'm not a big dessert guy like I could do without it my wife is addicted to ice cream and we would have it every single night if if she had her way um and I try to fight against that a little bit because it's you know like let's chill out on the ice cream all the time but like I love it when I have it um but yeah I'm with you I we had the bucket at all the parties all the birthday parties they would someone would just get like the big Neapolitan bucket and you would just pick which sliver you wanted your scoop out of you know what I'm talking about yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> yes <laughs> Uh, strawberry was, one was always at the top and all of a sudden the chocolate was gone <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah. yeah that's how we rocked uh we would get that or are you guys you guys are younger than me but do you remember when you could get like the square carton of ice cream like a box of ice cream oh, yeah mm-hmm. yeah we used to get that a lot i think that must have been thrifties maybe or yeah thrifty oh. has them i think they still have them yeah when you would and you would like crack it open and you would scoop out of that um, but yeah, we would, we, I mean, ice cream, I think for me in terms of just like what my favorite dessert is, if I could have it would be like ice cream or even just a donut. Like I'm a big fan. Oh yeah. Oh, interesting. I know there's a place that does a combination of those two yeah. things. Um, okay. So like, do you order it ever at like restaurants or is this a standalone like ice cream voyage? I don't, I don't know about you guys, but like I, if I'm, out to eat I usually don't want a dessert like I don't want it it's something that I might do at home um every once in a while I might do it it just it seems it's I don't know I just it's never like the thing that I I usually need to go get but I have so many friends that are all about it and would go constantly if if I went with them so Mm -hmm. I, I know that I'm weird but I don't do it no I think that's normal I think that ice cream is less of a 
honestly, it may not even fit the traditional dessert archetype, which is something you have after a meal. It feels like a standalone thing to me where you, you, it's like its own production. You go out for ice cream. It's not, it doesn't fit in like the candy bar world of just something you grab and snack on. And it doesn't really fit in the restaurant world of like, all right, I had a nice steak. Now I want like a, you know, chocolate lava cake or whatever. Totally. Yeah. I think, you know, but, but, you know, like who isn't getting the Pazuki at BJ's after you mm-hmm. go every once in a while. Right. Like I get it, but I, I'm usually just not what, like when they ask me if I want to see the dessert menu, I'm usually saying no. You know what I mean? Yeah. Ice cream's kind of the gateway drug to other stuff. It's yeah. like, well, I'll have something with ice cream on it, but like, unless they offer it, like some Italian restaurants will offer like, Oh, a little, like here's a little scoop of ice cream afterward as a thank you. Like, you're just talking about Spaghetti Factory, I'm pretty sure. Does Spaghetti Factory do that? Yeah. I can't, remember, <laughs> I can't remember the last time I went to Spaghetti Factory, but sure, yeah. I think that I, they have to be the only ones. I don't know. Maybe I, I'm... I've, I don't I've been to a couple of places that'll do it, but like, I think Esquire Grill did it at one point or another, too, where they, they give you a stamp of ice cream. I, it, I'm talking out my butt here, guys. Maybe it is just old Spaghetti Factory, but... Huh. But I have never. Most been of the time, at a restaurant, there. I wouldn't order it. Like, is Richard about to say he's never been to the old Spaghetti Factory? I have not. When I was growing up, I was certain that like the one in on J Street was like the Spaghetti Factory. It was like the first one, and then you'd like. <laughs> well, <laughs> it, it does say B. <laughs> yeah, it says the Spaghetti Factory. I'm like, there was a train station here, and they just yes. built around this caboose, <laughs> and then you like start going to other ones. And you're like, it looks, it looks really similar in this spaghetti factory <laughs> how did they also get a caboose how does this even happen are they building them all around train stations uh it took me a long time to realize that it was a chain and not very good either no shade on spaghetti factory maybe we'll do an italian episode and and will can go there and get no, I, yeah i guess so yeah <laughs> i'll report from the field on that one <laughs> huh i yeah no i i i had never been to i never been to that restaurant and I don't think that it's like a big place, although I hear about it a lot in Sacramento. I lived a few blocks from it for for a long time in in downtown Midtown Sacramento. Yeah. I just never uh, like. I think I also get it confused with the Macaroni Grill because it's kind of like a similar name. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Macaroni Grill with like more uncomfortable seating is really what it is. Like, just imagine the most uncomfortable chairs ever. That's. I mean, this is off topic, but that's the Spaghetti Factory. When I was growing up, my sister worked there. And I guess, like, um, this is super inside baseball, but, like, two of her coworkers were playing catch with one of those rolls of bread, and it got stuck up in a light fixture. And I swear to God, like, for the next 15 years, I could spot the the shadow of this bread in this light, and it was up there forever. <laughs> um, so if you, ever, if you were ever looking up at the lights in the old spaghetti factory, that's what that was, just so you guys know. I'll tell you the – one exception of a restaurant that I eat ice cream at is Japanese restaurants because I think that the green tea ice cream is like such a nice end to like mochi, like the balls. Necessarily. No, I mean I okay. love I love mochi. Don't get me wrong, but sure. there's a lot of places, especially as a kid. Uh, sushi is my favorite food. It is currently. It was then. It will always be sushi. Uh, but as a kid, you want dessert, and the best thing at the Japanese restaurants that I went to as a kid was a scoop of green tea ice cream. And it's, I think it's a fantastic ice cream flavor. Okay. Yeah. I don't, I, I mean, 
sushi's kind of the bottom tier of food for me. I'm just slowly getting into it. Uh, but green tea ice cream for me was never like, I didn't even know it existed until I was like out of college. And then somebody introduced me to it and I tasted it. And it was like, I'd, I'd long past been able to accept it. Like I can eat it and be like, yeah, thanks for the cold, the cold flavor. And like, that's, but like, I can't, I can't, I wouldn't go out of my way for any reason to get green tea ice cream. Hmm. So what store brands are your favorites then? Thrifty. I think Thrifty by far is the best. I think, um, like, like to buy a pint or like to like roll in and get a comb because people were mad in our poll that we didn't include Thrifty. No, to, like, we're just not the gonna, counter. No, we're not including like Rite Aid in this. That's <laughs> Wait, not a, why not? Like, <laughs> like a Thrifty. Why not? Their ice cream is legitimately great. They have an ice cream counter. No, no, no. We're not including it in like the poll of best oh, Sacramentan uh, ice cream. No, no, no. But you said change, no, but, right? But people were angry at, at us. They were. Yeah, yeah, they were. Oh, yeah, but no, no, upset I, people. I meant as far as that like initial poll on on Twitter, but no, for the question I'm asking you, absolutely, thrifties in the equation. Oh, okay, okay, good. Because like, like I like Baskin and Robbins. I miss I miss them having uh, like uh, what was it, Dollar Scoop Tuesdays or something. And yeah. uh, that was like a college thing. Like every Tuesday, we'd go out and get ice cream with the group and free birthday nice. scoops. Yeah, free birthday scoops, that kind of stuff. Like that that endears you to them. But like, I think thrifty in terms of just like chain ice cream is, is the best by far. Okay. I think, you know, I love a good Ben and Jerry's, but it's so expensive. It's, you have to be rich to get Ben and Jerry's, I feel like, uh, at the store. So I probably am opting for generally speaking, like a dryers or like whatever the store brand is. I don't know. I'm pretty basic, but if I had my way, I would get that Ben and Jerry's probably every time. If you had a chance between a Ben and Jerry's and like a Cold Stone's, which would you go for? I like Ben and Jerry's better. I think Cold Stone has a weird taste, but it's because I like mint chip and their mint tastes like toothpaste for whatever reason. I'm not really sure what the deal is. Fascinating. <laughs> I don't, I don't have mint. I don't have mint chip very much. Like I don't like, I don't like hard crunchy things in my ice cream. And so mint chips usually out, but like, well, even just mint, their mint flavor is yeah, that's, I, like, I super gotta minty. Go. I've got to go and see, like, yeah, got to go taste how minty they're actually, but it's like a, lot too. a stick of gum. You know what I mean? Like that's, it's spearmint. I don't even know how else to describe it. It's wow. very minty. Um, yeah, that can be a little weird. Yeah. Milk and mint would be a little, a little bit of a challenge there. Yeah. Like it, it, maybe that was what mint was intended to be like in ice cream. I don't know, but like, I think we've evolved past it and we have an established flavor <laughs> that we're all into. And it shouldn't be so effervescent. It's that light mint. <laughs> yeah. I need, yeah. Just need back, a back the mint down a little bit. So I'm going to say Ben and Jerry's. I really like that. Um, what is it? The Jimmy Fallon ice cream that they have. I think it's called late night dough. Mm-hmm. I'm just a big fan of like any combination of like cookie dough or mint, or if you could get them both somehow, but nobody ever pulls that off. But like mint that cookie dough. Good. Yeah. It's so good. There's room um, for, there's room for that in the, in the, in the sector (laughs) yeah yeah anyway i'm gonna go i'm gonna say ben and jerry's i think that you guys are 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 going a little bit low by bringing up dryers and even thrifties i like thrifties i guess dryers is fine but i don't think those should necessarily be in like the best conversation i think ben and jerry's absolutely is in there 
some of my personal favorites. Like I like a, I like fish food quite a bit. Okay. The, I think it's one called the, like the, just the New York brownie chunk or something like that's just chocolate with chocolate brownie. Fantastic. Um, and then I'm looking on, if you guys have ever used ranker.com. Yeah. Uh, Haagen-Dazs is number one on there. Number two is Ben and Jerry's. I feel like this is a East coast bias thing. I think like somebody, no one's buying Haagen-Dazs at my store. I don't think that's really true at all. Yeah. That's, imp- that's surprising to me because Ben and Jerry's first of all is an East coast thing. It's a Vermont yeah. thing. And I've actually been to like some of the original Ben and Jerry's spots up in, in New England where I went to part of my high school. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't think that Haagen-Dazs is necessarily, I feel like if anything, Ben and Jerry's is more strongly East coast connected. Maybe, but their marketing, I feel like has, has, has allowed them to break through, but where I don't like what, what, what does Haagen-Dazs make? Just basic flavors. Like I don't know of a single, this is yeah. the Haagen-Dazs one to get. I think there's, there's a no sex appeal. I think they're like trying to be sexy for ice cream. <laughs> and so it's like my 70 year old mother loves Haagen-Dazs. Yeah. They are not Dutch. That's a, that no, yeah, it's a, a lie. Yeah. lie. Yeah. I can't think of like, I could list Ben and Jerry's flavors that I've never had, but I cannot, I couldn't name a single Haagen-Dazs flavor unless they're just the basic yeah. flavors. In which case, like I, I honest to God, I don't know anyone that's going there. Just they are from, they are from New York headquartered yeah. in, in Minnesota. They are basic flavors, but they are a very good execution of them. Like I would even say right. like the vanilla Haagen-Dazs is probably better than a vanilla Ben and Jerry's. I like, I think like, you know, the box of like ice cream bonbons at the store when I think Haagen-Dazs, like not a pint of ice cream. Double Belgian chocolate chip, coconut caramel, chocolate trio, crispy layer, caramel cone. Like it's like the basic stuff. They just try to put it in like a cute little package. Coconut caramel. Like, nah, I'm good. We are putting them down for doing exactly what all of the other ice cream places are. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. (laughs) Nobody else is doing like Chunky Monkey is really just a Ben and Jerry's. They're appealing to like, yeah, like to everybody. And I, I, yeah, they don't have that gimmick. I mean, that's what makes Ben and Jerry's the best to me. And yeah, I mean, I love all that, all that crap. I love the salted caramel cone one or salted caramel core one, rather. Right. That one is a, just got a big, thick rope of salted caramel in the middle. Fantastic. Um, on here, just to run down a few more, they have Bluebell third. And then they get into okay. kind of like shops. So like you mentioned Coldstone. And then Baskin-Robbins, of course, is a shop. And then they have Dairy Queen, surprisingly high on here <laughs> as well. Uh, any like other chains we haven't talked about that you want to get some some love to? You know, I think Dairy Queen is pretty underrated, but there's like it's like hard to find in Sacramento. But like a really good Blizzard is phenomenal. Would you count A and W like a, just a root beer float? Uh, I would, and I'll tell you what. One of these days, I should have done this for the burger episode. I actually thought about it. A and W is from Lodi, which is where I currently reside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So no technically, way. yeah, technically a a local restaurant. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I would include all that. I, I will absolutely stand right now. I will stand for tasty freeze, which you will find only yeah. 
combined with Wiener Schnitzels, which I will also stand for all day. I love Wiener Schnitzel and Tasty Freeze. I will Tasty go Freeze ham on a uh, uh, on a like candy uh, banana split, which is like a banana split, but instead of strawberry chocolate and caramel or whatever, they give you M and M's, Reese's Pieces, and Oreos. So. Have you guys been to? I've never been to a. I've never been to a Tasty Freeze because I am afraid to go to a Wiener Schnitzel. But it, have you guys been to Foster's Freeze? Yeah. Yep. Very good. Is it? Is it basically just a Dairy Queen? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a little more of a dinery situation. Like, I guess that is okay. what Dairy Queen is. Yeah. Um, you can get burgers and stuff, but I think my vibe has always been that it's a little more authentic, a little less like fully chained out. Okay. Yeah, I, I would say that's a pretty correct assessment on that one. I, I like Foster Freeze. Um, they used to have them kind of when we'd go on vacation and whatnot. We'd stop at a Foster Freeze on our way up in Oregon, and they're 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 good, but they're they're like a they're like a Dairy Queen or a they they just you know change the name a little bit so that but yeah they're good. So I think we should mention um, a place that I don't think exists anymore that was like a Sacramento institution. Um, and I don't know if maybe you guys missed it because, Ferrell's? you know, uh, well, Farrell's, we probably should talk about Farrell's, but I think Farrell's is back, but Merlino's freeze. Are you mm. familiar with what a Merlino's freeze is? No, not at all. So in my memory, at least, and I think they might've had like a stand at the river cats games was like the extent of how they still existed, but I'm pretty sure Merlino's freezes is like a shave ice combination with ice cream and you can get different flavors similar to like a 50 50 at gunther's and we'll talk about that but it was around forever and it was very big um and i think like other places similar to like how you'll you'll see a spot that's like we serve gunther's ice cream here or whatever would would serve merlino's at their like cafe or their little you know restaurant as like a you know and and merlino's would like come and deliver their I don't even know how they would do it, but like their, their fruit freeze situation to them. Uh, but it was around forever. And I feel like it's a place that like uh, our parents would have gone to. Um, and, and, and it was around when I was a little, little kid and then it kind of disappeared. Um, but Farrell's is the other one. And that has like a dark past where. Oh, go on. Yeah. Is, are you going to sure. talk about the plane crash? Yeah. So apparently there was a Farrell's that was by the executive airport. Then people can correct me if it wasn't a Farrell's. I'm pretty sure it was. It, it was a Farrell's. Yeah. And I'm at the Wikipedia page right now. Hundreds of children would go there for birthday parties every day. And oh one my particular God. day, a plane crashed into it. And it's like one of the darkest days in Sacramento history involves this place. And they had to close. They couldn't rebuild. Like there's just a dark stain on this place. They could never like get over it. I think there is a new Ferrell's that's out similar. Is it closed already? It's closed. Yeah. It, wow. It, yep. Can I just read this Wikipedia article real quick? Please yeah. do. Senses. Please save me from like frantically Googling. On September 24th, 1972, a privately owned Canadair Sabre jet, a variant of the F-86 Sabre, piloted by Richard Bingham, failed to take off while leaving the Golden West Sport Aviation Air Show at Sacramento, California's Executive Airport. It went off at the end of the runway, crashed into the ice cream parlor. 22 people were killed. 
28 were injured. Now, the crazy thing about this is this isn't the only time a plane has crashed into a Ferrell's. A small private plane crashed into the road and burst into the flames in front of a Ferrell's location in Torrance, California. The pilot and two passengers were killed and no one else on the ground was harmed. That's unfortunate. How does that happen in two, uh, <laughs> two completely different cities? Oh, my God. I have no um, Jesus. Yeah, but my parents used to talk about this a lot when I was growing up. Like, the Ferrell's. Wow. And yeah. I think... I, someone can please correct me, but I believe there was a story that surfaced very recently about someone who wanted to open a new ice cream place in and around that spot with the nose of like an airplane. Oh my God. To the facade. And people were like, hell no, that's not cool. <laughs> you cannot do that. Um, and so there was quite a bit of backlash of just the idea wow. of it. But yeah, so well, that's... They say comedy is tragedy plus time, but I don't yeah. think enough time's gone by to be allowed no, to not at all. crash ice cream shop. It was something like, I think, like, imagine, how many people did you say died? Like, in the 20, teens? 22. 22. And, like, kids. Yeah. Like, it's definitely a really sad, tragic thing that, like, everybody who was alive and, 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 and old enough to kind of follow the news around then, like, remembers, probably even where they were, right? Like, it's one of the bigger things that happened in Sacramento. 22 people died, yeah. including 12 children. An eight-year-old survivor of the accident lost nine family members, both oh. parents, two brothers, yeah. a sister, both grandparents, and two cousins. Ice cream episode took a dark turn, but like this is wow. real, dude. It's real. Yeah. I wow. think it'd be we would be we would be remiss not to bring it up. But Farrell's <laughs> would have been in the conversation. This information. Yeah. I've been to that. There was so they moved that Farrell's from the executive airport down um off of watt and um over there by uh, where an old it's in an old spaghetti factory is there now tying that back in there's an old spaghetti factory <laughs> will, will. good yeah. callback thank you very much i try i try so hard bringing it back to spaghetti factory i've, I've been there a couple of times at that ferrell's my buddy nearly choked on a piece of roast beef at that ferrell's and i think ferrell's whole deal was singing right it was like an yeah. old timey like think of it like a carnival like it was it was like Bill and Ted when when Napoleon gets like the big Sunday and they sing the like yeah, Ziggy like, Piggy song at him right. It was like weird parlor like mm-hmm. like like lithograph type like it was just like eight, like eighteen seventy five like they're wearing like the little carnival hats and it was very strange. Yeah, it's one of those places that's frozen in time, but you wonder who that's appealing to I, I i don't really i don't i don't really like it that much and i'll say i was also tainted against ferals by the uh episode on the prophet i don't know if you guys watched the prophet with marcus limonis ever i've seen uh, that. no he like takes over ferals and becomes like the controlling shareholder and that's the whole the show is like him doing that for all these different businesses and it turns out that like the people in charge of ferals are just like not great people and there's a lot of questions about the finances and management. Is the profit like a shark tank or like a bar rescue type thing? Yeah, it's like what would happen after Shark Tank. Okay, okay. It's actually a really great show. But yeah, the, it, sometimes it leaves you thinking like, oh man, this this business is like full of bad people and corrupt or like there's some some money laundering going on or something and something's off and he'll just kind of walk away. And that's kind of what happened with Ferrell's. They actually like went back and did like two or three 
follow-ups and it never really got sorted out because the people in charge were just not good at their jobs. Uh, well, let's leave that like dark part of our <laughs> podcast history behind us. Um, do we want to, oh man, I am, I feel unprepared for an ice cream draft, but good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I have not uh, done any research. Uh, I, I, I think I'm going to get pretty much wrecked in this one, but we might as well go for it. Right. Yeah. Are we going to do something dumb where like, if Will says spoons, we can't have them or something. <laughs> please, 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 please. I've got the first pick. I will pick spoons. Uh, yeah, well, okay. So what I think, look, this is something I noticed. Kevin's never had the third pick, I don't think. Yeah, I'll take the third pick. Okay. Uh, and Will, I think it's your turn to go first. I'll take second. Okay. So are we... Let's let's uh, let's lay some ground rules here. Are we we've got to draft an ice cream and then three or four toppings? Good question. How many rounds do we go? I mean, I think you can do. I I, w- I would imagine a typical Sunday is what at least two flavors and at least two toppings, maybe more like three. You could go three deep in scoops of ice cream. I'm thinking of like a banana split, right? It's okay. kind of like three scoops and then. A syrup and a topping or two. We could go five. We could even go six rounds. I mean, Are we drafting cone cup? Are we? Let's agree that it's in a bowl. Can we bowl. come to that agreement? Yes. Let's All agree right. that it, this is a Sunday draft. So imagine like a Sunday All right. cup, right? Like it, which is like a like a boat. Yeah, yeah. A boat. Like a, a gravy boat. boat. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> All right. So okay. it's in a gravy boat, and we all get spoons. And Will, and Will can't just take ice cream and then it's off the board, right? Right. That's correct. Right. Okay, cool. Uh, I, frozen I, yogurt, I think, you could have drafted after that. Come on. I, I think that maybe as a guideline, you want to go like, I'm trying to, you want to do like a, at least one topping, one sauce, and then up to three ice creams. But you could also go like one kind of ice cream and then go two toppings, two sauces. I'm thinking maybe five rounds. Okay. All right. Five total. Let's agree, though, that our finished product must have one, at least one topping and one sauce. Agreed. And one ice cream, Will. And one ice cream. <laughs> goes my chocolate. And how you, how you negotiate that and the remainder is up to you. Okay. Okay. So I'm with the number one pick in the ice cream draft. I'm drafting vanilla ice cream. Wow. Yeah. I feel like that's a mistake. I'll just say <laughs> that. Right no, now. that's fine. That's okay. Huh. I, I, mean, I honestly I, think yeah. vanilla would have been around in the later rounds. Yeah, I, I, I contemplated that. But the thing is, is like, you, like vanilla is, is, is bland enough that I can put any topping I want on it. Where mm. you guys are going to pick, you know, something with coffee or you guys are going to pick a strawberry or a chocolate we've got to dance around what you're going to put in it. Like chocolate, maybe you can do more with, but like after that, you, you're going to draft a strawberry ice cream and put something like cookie dough on it at some point. It's going to be terrible. So <laughs> vanilla was yeah. the ultimate, like vanilla will always have a place in the league. It will, it's the safest bet. It is a, it is a six, nine guy who can shoot and defend a little bit. Yeah, I can understand that. And I'll tell you what, uh, I, under, I actually I can't understand that. I think you made a terrible mistake. <laughs> I want to just get to my pick. Go ahead. Let's hear your pick. We're gonna and, put this poll up, and when I win, just understand my strategy. I'm gonna make this pick. 
I, I actually had a different pick in mind. I have a, a different number one pick in mind, but I want to be hurtful to Kevin. Uh, oh, no. So oh, I'm gonna, no. I'm going to take mint chocolate chip. Oh, <laughs> okay. Mint chip's a banger, guys. I Like, are there people – are is it a controversial take to say it's it's like a top three ice cream? I would say that it's kind of like the guac of ice creams where like there is this weird 10 to 15% of people that just hate it. Yeah. But also a solid 50% of people just like go nuts for it. I'll eat yeah. it. I will never choose it. Like if somebody gave it to me, I'll oh, eat really? it, but I'll never choose mint. Well, mint there's... Chocolate. There's Will's controversial crack. That, that ice cream be. Take. If that's the most controversial <laughs> take I have, that's pretty vanilla. <laughs> um, I once got a mint chip root beer float, and the server made fun of me. She yeah, thought good. I was lying. Good. I asked that's for it. And she, she was like, "No, seriously, what do you want?" Is what she said to me, and I was like, "I want what I asked for." Did She's you get like, it with Sprite? Like, like I'm trying to figure out like what flavor went with a with a uh, root beer. I, I grew up in a family where we just would do that. Like just whatever you had, you just made a float out of it. And so I was like, I want that. I know it's good. I don't know. Um, for my first pick, I'm taking the actual number one pick. The guy that you guys both passed on, cookies and cream. Damn it. Okay. That's what I was going to take, but I, I understand. Um, and because I want to make sure that – I have it in my arsenal for later. I'm going to take hot fudge here. Damn. That's a man. I I feel like I tried to attack you and you just parried me <laughs> and ended my ended my life. But man oh man, hot fudge. Does that does that get rid of chocolate sauce as well? Just I think, I think they're different animals. Okay. okay. I'll, I'll allow for that. I don't know what Richard says. I, I am glad that you say that because I do need a chocolate sauce. And, I got you. And that's how this is going to go. I I have been bested, but I'm taking <laughs> chocolate sauce here because I that's that's my sauce. I, I think that like there are other options. A caramel would be great. If, uh, with a mint? But if I hadn't, I gone mint. So that's why I'm taking chocolate sauce. I think that you're sleeping on how good that would be. I think that a caramel with mint and some kind of a nut. I mean, I don't want to do your job for you, but like mm. it would have been great. No, no, no. I, I think that caramel would have gone well on a on a on a cookies and cream or even like a oh, like a butter pecan or something. But no, I'm going fully fully chocolate sauce here. Okay. Let's see. Let's see what Will does with the turn. What basic crap I'm, thing Will does with the turn? No, 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 no. Come on. <laughs> I'm, I'm taking. Will's gonna take the cherry. No, I, I, you know what? That's near the end. <laughs> that's, we're, we're getting that. Weird. That's the cherry on top. That, um, no, okay. So I got the turn here. So I'm drafting uh, magic shell. Oh. And, and I'm drafting um, Reese's pieces or like um, Reese's peanut butter cups, like chopped up Reese's peanut butter cups. Reese's cups. Yeah, I was thinking pieces as a as a topping, cream. not an ice cream. Yeah, yeah, as a topping. Magic shell, so, guys. Where do you land on magic shell? Am I the only I one think that it's thinks kind of? I think it's pretty stupid. Yeah. Really? yeah. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> well, what do you have? You figured out your role on this show yet? <laughs> I, uh, okay, so I like magic shell before it gets super hard. Like, if that makes sense. Like, wait, what? like there's this in between state where it stays at for like 45 seconds. <laughs> 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 That's the optimal time to eat it, where it's like gooey. 
and but it's not like it's not a solid it's not a liquid it's like this it's just just the latinous form i'm almost like if i mean i'm gonna let you make your bad pick because that helps my (laughs) game but i almost think this is like a snaky way to get chocolate sauce when you shouldn't have been able to get chocolate sauce (laughs) you know what i could have melted nutella if you want me to there's no way that i i I love that in will's draft we have to we have to it's magic shell but it's a 45 second window of magic. <laughs> no, 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 no. We'll do the full harden. I'm just saying for my second, I'm, I'm, I'm putting, I'm putting chocolate concrete on my ice cream. Cream, you guys. Okay. I'm punishing you now. You know what? I'm not going to win this. So I might've hurt the people that are trying it. So here's my move. And you know, this is tough. I said I was, I was unprepared for this draft and it's true. Um, I'm, I'm really debating some stuff here. I'm going to – oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Talk about Magic Shell more, Will. <laughs> <laughs> I believe uh, Magic Shell was invented by a man in San Francisco. He also invented the burrito. Yeah, that sounds Chocolate right. Shell is the perfect container to hold an ice cream. So here's my question. If go. I take whipped cream, is that gone? It, yes. I mean, what are, are there even other options that, like – can, no, I can't, you gonna I can't like, think of one. Are you yeah, going to be like I'm, Miracle Whip on the next one? Cool Whip? No, you can take all the whips if you want. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to take, uh, I'm going to take, yeah, I'll, I'll do the whipped cream. Okay, so I'm going to try to, let me see what I can do here. I'm sitting on cookies and cream and hot fudge uh, because I wanted to make a big splash out the gate. I feel like I've got a base where I can kind of just do whatever I want and it'll be okay. Um, I have to pick a topping, right? Cause fudge is a sauce. Well, um, you can, t- you can go two sauces. You can go. Yeah. I think the, like if you really want to, you can go, you need at least one of each we've established, yeah. but you can go two. And, like, I think if you really wanted to, you could do all uh, yeah. cream, cream base and just like t- pile up shit. Okay. I think if I, so the problem is that like when people look at the polls that we put on Twitter later, they think that like we just built the best thing we could build out of like every available, like they don't understand the draft. So like, I'm not going to go too crazy with like, what would this be like? I'm just going to like try to be okay. I'm going to say, I'm going to pick Butterfinger. Okay. Butterfinger and Oreo. Mm Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to do, um, I might have screwed up my whole thing. I'm going to do caramel here. Caramel as in hard caramel? Are you talking about the syrup? The what sauce. Do you mean hard sauce. caramel. Yeah, what, what are you, hard, like, you just like, like chunks? Like, like pieces of caramel, yeah. <laughs> like, like magic shell. Yeah. <laughs> caramel magic shell. It's milk duds. No, I'm going to do Butterfinger like crumbles, crumbles specifically. Mm-hmm. Not like a whole the, the candy bar. Yeah, yeah. And caramel sauce. Okay, so you've got cookies and cream. You've got hot fudge, caramel, and Butterfingers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I respect what you're doing there. Back to me. Um, mm. Have I finished mine? Is it done? We're going five. So five, you got okay. One more. All right, all right, cool. All right, so I am. I got mint chip, 
I've got whipped cream and chocolate sauce. Now, I don't, I, I enjoy nuts on a Sunday. I think it goes well with hot fudge, but I don't feel like I really necessarily need it here. I'm going for a different vibe. This isn't like a, you know, a chocolate or vanilla base or even strawberry where the nuts feel like they add to the texture. I've, I've got chips up in it. Mm-hmm. But you did take the cookies and cream from me. I am going to go with Oreos as a topping. Yeah, not bad. I'm, I'm not mad at that. That's a good, that's a good choice. I feel like, honestly, like I would have gone... I would have gone another direction than you are, but this is, I mean, I'd eat this. What you're making is sounds really good. Good. So I got my last two then, right? Yes. Okay. So the first one is going to be, please apply this as, as it's hardening. I would like um, my <laughs> chopped peanuts on top. I respect okay. that. I, I, I strongly considered it there. So I respect that pick. And then, and then, um, Kevin, Kevin took my caramel sauce, so we're gonna do um, we're gonna do um, brownie bites. We're gonna put little brownie bites in there. Okay. Uh, so what have you got right now? Is that your fifth pick? That's that your. Was, that's, yeah, that was my. Yeah, fifth pick. he okay. has created a vanilla with magic shell, chopped peanuts, brownie bites, and Reese's cups, which is just vanilla and a bunch of toppings on it. Yeah, I mean, everything is hard. There's a, there's a theme here. I don't, theme here. I don't hate that because I think if you go vanilla base, you do need to top things it up yeah. pretty heavily. Can, can I tell you why I hate it? Why? Because you've got vanilla with concrete on top of it and a bunch of just like toppings um, just rolling they around. Don't, yeah, all, they, all this stuff no that's going to be. Hold on a second. We got to apply this on the right. I drafted not in the order of I would put them on the ice cream. I drafted them in the, in the order that I thought somebody might take them oh, or the way I want to design this. So you're going to you're go going, visually yeah. everything is log. Everything is chocolate. underneath except for the peanuts. You we got are, no plate appeal, dude. I've got no, no, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I don't give a shit what it looks like. I, I want it. I want it to taste good. So you've got all these toppings underneath, just a layer of. It's just yeah, it's just a concrete. I might bring it out in a sphere, just for somebody to crack open with their little spoon and see what comes out. Oh wow! Like so, like those vi- those videos on YouTube where yes. you like pour the yeah yeah you pour the hot, little hot yeah. hot fudge. On, but I don't have the hot fudge, so <laughs> they just have to crack it open like a just walnut. Hit it with a hammer. Yes, that's exactly right. All right. Man, you were gonna stay at the bottom. <laughs> this is gonna keep your like your constantly defeated streak alive. Just <laughs> dead last always. Will's never gonna let us down. This is really great. I'm I'm happy to be here, guys. Just, <laughs> just happy to share my opinions with you. All right, go ahead. So somebody's got something else to do. Richard. All right. This is gonna be my last pick. I'm trying to figure out what the exact <laughs> All right. So I feel like I'm going to lose some people on this, but I I like how this kind of rounds out my dish here. Don't say fruit. Don't say fruit. Absolutely not. I'm going to I'm going to go with something here as a second ice cream. So this is going to be a two ice cream sundae, two scoops, 
with whipped cream, Oreos on top, chocolate sauce drizzled on top of that. And my two ice creams are going to be that mint chip that I got earlier. Mm -hmm. And for a little bit of balance, a chocolate base, Rocky Road. Oh, okay. It's got some marshmallows, got some nuts. I lost the nuts to Will in the topping situation. I do want some chopped peanuts or almonds in there. So, yeah, I'll take Rocky Road. As a um, draft analyst, just kind of looking at what you've done, grading the draft as it, you know, immediately after it happens, my first inclination is to tell you that you could have probably drafted like a mint cookie situation. Yeah, like a thin mint would have been right there. And then you wouldn't have had to take Oreos as a topping. I like what you did with Rocky Road. It's a versatile ice cream that I don't like, but you got marshmallows and peanuts in it, right? Or almonds or something. Uh, yeah, yeah. You knocked out a lot of topping with the ice cream. So you could have done more though. Yeah, mint almond I, mix is kind of weird. It's strange you've done something okay. strange but better than what will did I oh, like, no I, I way like, <laughs> i like that you have like you know either side of it right so you can hey i, I want yeah. a little bit of the chocolate but you side. have to eat both sides <laughs> yeah i know the middle do. section at the end where you're just swirling <laughs> a bunch of almonds in your mint i'm sorry there's nothing wrong with that there's, i like, want to see you chew gum and eat walnuts at the same time and see how you how you take that I don't know what you're talking about, Will. I never do. But what, you, what, what nut is in Rocky Road? Is it walnut? Is it almond? What is it? It just says, you know, I'm, what I'm looking at here says nuts. So that could be. I yeah, think I'm generally... looking at what you're saying. And I'm thinking nuts too. All right. You're nuts. <laughs> Boom, got him. I, what I'm saying is like, okay, if you had a, a, a sundae with just mint chip and you got whipped cream and chocolate sauce and nuts on that. I don't see any problem there. So I, I don't understand what the issue is of having nuts in the ice cream next to your mint chip. I have no issues there. I have no issues with that either. I, I think you just could have maximized your picks is all that I'm saying. That if I had chip, left mint chip on the board, you would have gotten your favorite ice cream. That's true. I wasn't going to let that happen. It's Yeah, that's true. You heard, you heard about the next team drafting. You should have tried to snake a pick out of me to see if I would have moved up. <laughs> Do you want to trade uh, pink <laughs> chip for, for a couple things here? No, I'm good. I'm good. Right. Right. I like – we should save that for next time, though. That's a good idea. Um, can I pick? Go ahead, please, Kevin. You right. must <laughs> Get me off of this. I'm, I'm going to punch Richard. <laughs> for my last pick, I'm just going to go full – I'm going to lean into the cookie, and I'm going to go cookie dough ice cream. Okay. That's a very strong pick, and that was my backup to, to Rocky Road. But I wanted a chocolate base. But I, I get you. I get you. But do you think I've gone too far? Like, I've cookies and cream and cookie dough, Oof. hot fudge, caramel, and Butterfinger. I think it's dope. I think everybody would love that. No? I think that it's good. I feel like you've left some ceiling on the board with Butterfinger. I don't know that everyone loves Butterfinger. I do. Uh, that's probably true. I don't know that everybody does. What if I said Snickers instead? Would I would I have just walked away with this thing? Mm, it might have been a higher ceiling. I I don't know that like I, I, you didn't get any chocolate base. I like the hot fudge. That's gonna do you. It's gonna get you there. I think that some people out there are gonna want a chocolate base. Okay. Well, we'll see. I feel like um, magic shell. And Mint Rocky Road might have hurt you guys both, if I'm being honest. 
<laughs> I, I can understand it. Let's run through our let's run through our final <laughs> form soon, real quickly. I will go. I'll just give mine real quick. I got mint chip, a scoop of mint chip, scoop of Rocky Road, uh, a whipped cream, Oreos on top, and chocolate sauce over the top of that. What do you What do you have, Kevin? Cookies and cream, cookie dough ice cream, hot fudge, caramel sauce, Butterfinger crumbles on top of that. Yeah, you might win this thing. Well, what is your losing entry? I just want to say that I think I think the hot fudge with the caramel was was inspired. I think that I think that works really well. And then yeah. my my genius creation was vanilla ice cream, Reese's peanut butter cups, like smashed up Reese's peanut butter cups, magic shell, chopped peanuts on top, and brownie bites. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe Will does beat me in this one. I, I, maybe I, there's enough people that don't like mint chip, enough people that don't like Rocky Road. Yeah, and I might get a confluence of like enough people that just would be out. There are some like ultra magic shell truthers too that will pick anything with magic shell just because you were brave I'm, enough to do it. I'm picking my fringe groups. That's all <laughs> yeah. I I'm getting my 10-15% of fanaticals and that's all I get. It's like I'm, these militant magic shellers. Yeah. And I honestly think if this was like a cold stone creation, I think you'd be looking at a win. Like if you could smash all of that together and then put magic shell on top of it, that would be, wouldn't be so bad. I don't That's know. That's what I was kind of going, I, I just didn't want a clash of flavors. Like I feel, I feel like that had a good flow of like the brownie bites with the chopped peanuts with the chocolate magic shell with the Reese's cups. Like there's yeah all the same stuff with the vanilla in there. To, to, you just had all of the ice creams in the world to choose from and you only walked away with vanilla. I think I'm more I've, concerned I've, about your topping selection because like, yeah, you've got big chunks of stuff, but there's no like plate appeal to that. You got no whipped cream. You got no sauce drizzled on top. It's like a, it's a, it's a, yeah, it's like a you, big you, block of cement. <laughs> <laughs> but it tastes fantastic. Like, do you, do you walk up and look at something like no burrito yeah. has appeal to it either. You walk up and it's just a wrapping of something. You don't know what's inside. I, I think that a Sunday has much more of a need for an appeal. Yeah, I mean, Sunday is very loose here, guys. All right. Well, let's just agree that Will lost. And <laughs> we're taking it to the people. As long as Richard writes the descriptions around right and that doesn't, doesn't short me on my caramelized onions instead of just regular onions, I will win. The this. fact that you think that would have saved you is hilarious. It would have saved me. <laughs> anyway, uh, this was a great draft. Uh, I'm looking forward to getting into our real ice cream experiences this week. Just going to take quick break here and we'll be right back with that and we're back oh boy i'm still still stinging from that loss i feel like kevin's gonna take that one yet again uh but got a lot of stuff to talk about here as i mentioned in the intro we have been uh really hard workers as far as uh, going out there into the world and trying some of these ice cream delights around sacramento uh, I want to start with you, Will. Obviously, not a lot of God-given ability in terms of understanding <laughs> what food is and what it tastes like. But you're, you are, you look, you went out there and you're working your hardest. You're kind of the gym rat getting out to all these uh, ice cream spots. I think you went to three this week. I uh, Before you start, Will, I'm so excited to hear where you ended up and wh- how you messed up the order. <laughs> thank you guys i appreciate that. all right so um so we were discussing where we were going yesterday and um i was so inspired by the underdoggedness of uh, devil may care ice cream that we me and my girlfriend made the trip out to west sacramento um we drove out there and um 
parked and uh, went to walk up the door and one of the girls was leaving. I think they closed, like we, we got there like an hour and a half before close. The girl stops and says, hey, by the way, we only have a couple ice creams left. It's a peanut butter jelly sandwich ice cream and, um, and um, what was it? It was some sort of tea ginger ice cream. And, was it, was it called ginger? It was, it was chamomile ginger. And by the way, we only sell it in pints. You got to order it online. Oh, you couldn't get like a, like single servings of no, stuff? No, not at all. So I would have been okay with like, oh, if, like one scoop of peanut butter jelly sandwich ice cream. I'd have been like fine with that. I'd have, I'd have, Try it out. I'd have brought that onto this podcast and had you guys laugh at me about it. Like I would have been fine with that. But a pint of it that's taken like that's that's sitting in your fridge or your freezer for a while. So I don't understand what chamomile ginger would even taste like. What is that? It it sounds to me like sleepy time tea. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like oh. some bullshit. I'll be yeah. honest with you. Just yeah, I'm, lan- I'm, lanolin. I'm, no shade <laughs> on Devil May Care. I hope they're doing. No, no, no. I mean, yeah. I'm no, looking at their menu well. and they have there's great a, stuff. There's a reason it was the one available. Yeah, there were people. I mean, this was like the first day that businesses were opening back up. We came an hour and a half, two hours before close. So maybe people would come by and eat the rest of their stock for the day. So no, no, no smack on them. Those are interesting flavors. I would take a, a scoop of it. I would not have taken a pint of it. So we, It's cool that they're trying new things. Yeah, was, no, the, could, was the PB&J PB junk food pint? Because I'm reading the menu and that sounds really good. No, this one, I, 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 you know, I don't have the menu in front of me, but I know it was Peanut butter and jelly sandwich is what she called it. I need you oh. to be really clear about this. Is it peanut butter and jelly sandwich? That was what you're saying? Like what I read was like bits of bread, I think. That's what? Inexplicable. And I think <laughs> just wrong. No, okay. Oh, again, props for trying. Maybe somebody loves that, but no, I get yeah. why you wouldn't take the plunge. Yeah. Again, you, I was you also would the, roll in here and be like, I ate sandwich ice cream. And that's I was also there. driving and had like somebody reading me the menu as we were getting there. Okay. So maybe there was a, a, a crossed wire there. So this is, wire, this is your trying. girlfriend's fault. Yeah, no, I'm not blaming my girlfriend for it. I'm blaming- uh, I, I might be. If, if, if There's no way on earth it is like bread in this. Like, Yo, can, I'll read to you what I'm seeing on the menu right now. Okay. It's called PB junk food pint. Uh, our peanut butter ice cream loaded with Reese's Pieces, Nutter Butters, and Reese's peanut butter cups. That Could, sounds good. That sounds good. Was that it, you think? I heard jelly, and I heard sandwich. <laughs> and maybe they start a new thing every day, and it's they've got leftovers, and they're mixing it up. But let's see. All right. Yeah, well, they do. I'm looking at their Twitter account, too, and they have yeah, some they stuff. Do- they did I not really have the manganata. We would have we would have gotten manganata easily. Okay, I'd have gotten this malted toffee chip too. So it it sounds to me like they maybe they switch up their menu every few days or whatever else like that. But that that was not that was not what we saw. So we we decided okay we're coming back here. Obviously these guys have these guys have got some guts. I I enjoy you know risky risky foods at times. So we'll be back, just not for okay. peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Yeah, because I'm looking at whiskey salted caramel. Yeah, I'm oh, looking yeah. at charming leprechaun, which is apparently like Lucky Charms and milk or cereal milk ice cream. Um, yeah. See, that would have been something. I, I'm looking now here at the menu. I'd have yeah. had almost all of these. Yeah, and they just they just didn't have it yesterday on the menu that we had. Yeah, and that's totally not their fault. That is fully like. No, that's yeah. the people speaking and saying these yeah. are the two least good flavors. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so, so no, no smack on them. So we decided, Hey, we're going to come back on a different day when, when things are a little bit more normal. So then we rolled all the way out to Gunther's and 
by this time I have like a bit of a headache. Like I've been driving for a while. I'm like, this was like Friday night or what? This is, this was yesterday. So this was a Saturday afternoon. Okay. And so we, we roll up to Gunther's um, and it is packed with people. I mean, it is, it is like 30, 50, like between 30 and 50 people outside. We were, we were driving down the road and there were people like families walking down the street and we were like, did we, was there a graduation? Like what, what's going on here that like first day out and we rolled up and it was all for Gunther's. Well, you've and, been there before, right? Um, I, I sat in the car one time while somebody went and got some. But okay. I, Cause I it's not. not uncommon even pre COVID times for yeah. the line to wrap around the entire building. And that's including people that could actually go inside. Yeah. You know what I mean? Had, had that been my first choice out of like plan to be there, like, oh, okay, we'll do this at 11. I'll get up, have right. an early breakfast and have this like as a little treat in the beginning. But as this was like second place, I was like scrounging. So I was like, all right, we'll, we'll, we'll go to this place. And by the time we got there, it was packed. And I just saw myself on a ventilator <laughs> and my girlfriend like holding my hand through a Ziploc bag on the other side. And I was like, okay, we're not going here either. And so she was looking up places real quick and she found a place down the street and it was like, oh, let's, let's go here. It, it's got manganata. It's got some other stuff. So um, it was an ice cream shop, but it's called um, like uh, Sweets and Sugars, I think is what it's called. And so we, we rolled by there too. And there was people out the door for that place too. Now they might've been waiting for it to go orders. Like it looked like it might've been a family. And I didn't, we didn't think about it until after I had abandoned ship completely. But I was like, that was probably like two or three families of like bigger, bigger people. Wait, what is, this is across the street from McClashy? It's, yeah, it's, it's right, it's right down the road from McClashy. Um, their menu looks awesome. It's yeah, like it looked, really cool stuff. It looked really great. And so, but I saw enough people out there that I was like, okay, this is my fault. It's the middle of the afternoon on the first day that things open back up. Like, I'm, like, I'm the fool here. So, so we, we dejected. We like drove through McDonald's and she, oh, got, no. and she got a McFlurry and I, and I got some, uh, some coffee and I was like, all right, we're going home. We're going to try this again tomorrow. All right. What McFlurry though? <laughs> she got the M&M McFlurry. No. And she got, she did the thing where or they do, you know, those McDonald's that really don't care, which is like 85% of them. They just like sprinkle the M&Ms on top. And they, they don't mix it in. They don't mix it in at all. So she was eating wow. it. Like, There's not even any in the box. Okay. Well, I mean, it's good to hear that she didn't break tradition and Will's, Will's <laughs> contribution is still the incorrect order. Yeah. Even you're in gonna, McFlurries. Ha- your kids are going to just be like eating the worst foods, like foods <laughs> that we didn't even know could be that bad. You never get the M&M, dude. It's like frozen BBs in yeah, your oh, ice cream. Hey, she's got tough teeth, man. She's, she's, she's got some chompers That's on her. Okay. I probably have like I got soft. really soft. Yeah, I got like, yeah, baby yeah. teeth. Mine's made of like clay. <laughs> so, um, so with renewed vigor, we woke up this morning. It was like, all right, we're doing this. Like we're planning it out. We had breakfast and it was like, where are we going? Leatherbees. Like this was my, like, not my, not my last choice by any means, but like it was fairly close. Like I knew they were going to be open. So I was like, all right, we're going to do this. So we yeah, went. in an important Sacramento location yeah yeah this was something that like they were second place in our like not to not to like it's just they were a favorite and so i i tend to like fall away from those a little bit did you go to the og spot there are three locations just i went to the one on arden i went to the one okay so that's the og there's like a there's like a uh a not super 
um, Leatherby's Feeling One in Elk Grove. And yeah. then there's another one on like Sunrise, I think. And it's not nearly as good. The good one is on Arden if you're, yeah, if you like. The one on Arden is the one to go to if you're going to get yeah. So, So we called ahead and um, ordered our stuff. And then when we whipped up, they had like a drive through and they had like, they had like metal signs of like park here. Like, so the guy walked up, yeah. and said, what's your name? He radioed in, uh, Will's here. I pulled up to, to a spot, sat there and they had it out in like less than five minutes. It was, it was great. And then it was so cold. Like the ice cream that they had was so cold that me and my girlfriend kind of looked at it. We were going to eat it in the car just to make sure that it was like to preserve the, the best bits of it. And uh, it was like the ice cream was so cold that it was like, we can get this home and it'd still be like ice cream and not just like a soup. So we got home and, and we had it. So it, it, so shout out to Leatherby's for being extremely organized of, of all the restaurants I've been to, like during the COVID-19, you know, stuff, this one was by far, they were down to a gnat's ass on this. They, <laughs> there was no, like, there was no ifs, ands, or buts. They, they whipped up and and out we were we were in and out in like less than five minutes what's crazy is that covid has somehow forced them to improve because yes. the ordering and eating at that place experience for the last i don't know five decades <laughs> has been terrible it's been like, a monster yeah. it's like oh i've got a order from you they give you your water in a tiny cup and then and it's all you want because you're eating ice cream. And then you have to like go and pay at a counter um, and stand in a weird lines everywhere. And then they like, you know, the virus, the pandemic, like forced them to go and like Join allow you to order online. And, and they bring, they let you pay in your car now. And they couldn't pull off like me paying at my table for 50 <laughs> years. Yeah. I, I've been there twice before. And both times they'd like lost a menu item, like a meal that they right. ordered. And so this was, I was like, I was already like rubbing my temple that like, oh, this is going to be, this is going to be another show today. Like I'm going to screw this up somehow and I'm going to have to pretend like I ate ice cream today. And um, no, it was great. So I ordered, uh, the actual thing that I ordered was Nicole's peanut butter cup, which was, they describe it as mounds of chocolate ice cream atop chocolate cake, homemade hot fudge, topped off with our delicious homemade peanut butter topping. Sounds like you did a good job here, Will. I'm going to say it. Thank you. I appreciate it. Can I just interject? Go ahead. You did not do a good job. <laughs> well, the, where, where did I go wrong? Well, the item to, to get is Allen's black and tan. Yes. That, that was, there's the Allen's black and tan, and then there's the Aaron's grand black and tan. Yeah. And I mean, those are the choices. Those are the correct choices. Yeah. I, just, I admire you for trying something different. but Did you not get a black and tan? What's that? Did you get a black and tan for yours just to spoil it ahead of time? No, I did not. You didn't? I thought no. somebody in your family got a black and tan when you ordered ice cream yesterday. Oh, a couple of weeks ago, oh, maybe we might that's have gone to Leatherby's. Yeah. I saw, I saw a black and tan in our, in our chat before. I'm, like, <laughs> okay, I'm not getting, I'm not getting, we're not going to be comparing black and tans here. And like, I, I like peanut butter chocolate flavoring. Like that was, so that was the way I went. It All was, right. um, so now to start with, it did not have um, hot fudge, which was a blessing in disguise because it would have been soup by the time I got home. Like yep, smart. hot fudge in a car was, yeah. Um, it was good overall. The, the peanut butter topping, if you, if you have a peanut butter topping, it's either like subtle and like tasty or it's like so much peanut butter that you want to vomit. And like this was, this was the subtle version of that. There was, it was, there was just enough of it to like mix around with the ice cream. 
Um, the whipped cream was, was, was good. They, they gave a really good portion of like, I'm, I still got half of it in the fridge right now because there was so much of it. Um, I'm sure if this were me sitting in the restaurant, the chocolate brownie would have been warm or hot or whatever else like that. This was not that way. This was just like pre-cut brownie that they put in there. It was still good. It was not like a hard brownie where it was frozen and they stuck it in there. Like it was soft enough to eat that it was, you know, it came off with the, with the plastic spoon that I got. Um, but overall it was, it was really good. Like it, Leatherby showed out for this, the, 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 the service like set up an expectation that the, that the ice cream definitely delivered on. Okay. So yeah. I want to know about the quality of the ice cream itself, because, you know, I don't know. There's a lot of interpretations of what the best ice cream is, you know, topics sure. get into it, the presentation, like there's a lot of special stuff that you can do that I think, uh, you know, Kevin and I are going to get into some of the more specialized presentations, but we also got to address like the ice cream itself, right? Sure. It's probably the main event. Sure. So, so there, so there's the ice cream that was presented there was chocolate ice cream. It was chocolate ice cream with toppings. Um, and how and was that? It was good. It was, it was creamy. It wasn't like, it wasn't a dark chocolate. It was a, it was a milk chocolate. It was, it was light. It was that kind of, there is like chocolate ice cream where it's like, you're, you're like, you're committed to like the chocolate in this. And then there's like a chocolate ice cream that's almost like a, a light chocolate. Like if somebody had like swirled chocolate into a vanilla and then f like packaged it that way, it was closer to that. It was a lighter chocolate mm. where it was more of a neutral flavoring to like a light chocolate flavoring than it was like chocolate chocolate. Like it, it would have been overwhelming, especially with the, pe the peanut butter topping, if it had been like a real chocolatey like ice cream. This was like a lighter chocolate ice cream. It was creamy. It was smooth. Like, um, it was something that you could like, I, I took a couple of bites before we drove off and with it being as hard as it was, like with it being like, Oh, just now scooped. Like I, I was still able to like get it with a plastic spoon, but it, it held its form all the way the 15, 20 minutes home to where I live. Um, and, and then it wasn't so runny that it was like watery. Like sometimes I feel like there's like a, they cut ice cream with, with like extra water or extra something and like it just dies really quick and it doesn't yeah. shape back up. Like there isn't like a proper amount of gelatin in it or, or whatever, but like this ice cream held up really well. And Leatherby's I think is almost like flash frozen almost. Like it's just, it's, it's very cold usually when you get it. Yeah. It's, and this thing was, this thing was cold, cold where I was like, oh cool. Like we didn't feel like it was a risk to try to get home. We knew we could get it home. Right. Still, still cold, still able to eat when we so, got So I think it's important to note that they make all their ice cream themselves, like in that little back room, uh, yeah. that Arden location. They've been around since like the early 80s, um, which is why it looks like a, an older place. It just kept like the same style the entire time. Although maybe, maybe it looks like it's been around even longer than that, or it feels like it does. But they've been making they make all their own ice cream they don't import it in or get it anywhere else. no and they've been doing it for a while like you said like this isn't something that this isn't a pop-up this is this has been a staple in sacramento for a long long time Actually, I, I i think yeah. i think to answer your question though will what what leatherby's does is well as sundays i don't think they have the best ice cream but they yeah. do make better sundays than anybody else in sacramento you know what i, I was i was gonna mention that the, the last time i went there um they have this challenge did you guys i don't richard have you ever been to leatherby's i actually have never been to leatherby's no they have a wall 
where they give you it's three scoops of vanilla, three scoops of chocolate, three scoops of strawberry, and then like it's like it's like a massive, absolutely massive banana split, and they have like your picture on the wall if you finish it. I think it's called the Big Daddy Dave's. Big Daddy Dave's is what, and it's, it's like it. the kitchen sink. It's the whole thing. Yeah, and it's massive. Yeah, my first, I was new to Sacramento, and I thought I ordered something else, and I ordered the the Big Daddy Dave's. Oh boy. Um, and I was with um, coworkers. I was an RA at Sac State. We were fixing up the dorms before the uh, before the students came, and we went for like a like a group outing to that place. And I accidentally ordered it, and the little kid that came out to deliver it's like, "Oh, well, we'll stand here and watch you while you make it if you want, or while you eat it. Like, you just let us know. Nobody can share it now." And like, I got cheered on by like like eight people to try to eat this gigantic mass of ice cream. I don't even think you get a shirt. You just get to like have no, you get, the ice cream. <laughs> you get the ice cream for free <laughs> and you get a picture on the wall. Yeah. Um, I got everything but like the last soupy bits at the bottom and it didn't count. So I like inflicted maximum pain for, for the least amount of reward. <laughs> I had so much, so much lactose in my system. I was on a, I was on a toilet for like the next like. Oh, was, it a, was it a timed event? You have like an hour to do it? I think it they in? say you got 30 minutes. I think they say like... You, you <laughs> That's, not not no. That's not enough. That's not enough. That's not like, the right amount of time if, for that. If there was nine scoops of ice cream, I got eight and three quarters, and I couldn't eat the whipped cream and whatever else was in there. And oh, you choked. You choked. The guy even asked me at the end of it, like I was, I knew I was going to get sick. And the guy was like, you want me to put it in a box for you? You want me to put a little styrofoam container to take back? I was like trash that thing <laughs> get it away from me your body just started rejecting all of the dairy that, I, did foreign not, bodies. <laughs> I did not sleep for two nights it was so bad it was it was tasty for the first thing the utility of that ice cream was was not high enough for me to ever do <laughs> that's really impressive i gotta say though let's keep our final verdicts of who is the sacramento champion okay the end. but we're all gonna take size right we're not gonna I be think, cowards yeah. about yeah, this yeah, that's right. absolutely right. we're gonna draw lines in the sand and okay. come right at us listeners kevin i gotta know where you went um i know you went to a couple places right i went to two spots i wanted to go down i wanted to try some different things not just go get a you know ice cream or a sundae i want to try something different uh so the first spot i went was the parlor um Ooh. it's out uh by pavilions or lomans plaza or whatever um and what the parlor does well if you guys haven't heard of it they make um, oh we've heard of they're it they're called ice cream puff is what they call it which is essentially a donut ice cream sandwich and this um, thing is incredible i just gotta say for my yeah. money it's incredible and you could do it a couple different ways um you can you can just get scoops of ice cream if you want you could get you could do the puff you could do the puff with like toppings on it or in it or somehow you could do a glazed donut or a regular and then they have like some sort of a shake that incorporates all of those things including a donut somehow yes um, i've had that before as well that seemed like a lot um and i had to get this thing home right obviously we're in covid times ordering process super easy um you just go online um or actually we called it in you have to phone it in they assigned a time for us to come um, and you just go up to the door and say your name and they bring it to you. Even though there was a line, they're like, oh, are you an online order? And they just grabbed it. Um, and, but you do have to pay there, which I'm a little, you know, still leery about, but it's whatever. I, it, 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 I didn't have to touch or she didn't hand touch my card. It was just kind of putting the card in the slot and then pulling it out. It was fine. Um, but I jerry rigged us like a, 
like a insulated lunchbox with a bunch of ice in it so I could get the stuff home. Um, so I was worried they were going to melt. Um, they held up pretty good. I got a mint chip uh, glazed donut. And my wife got a, I think she got like a butter pecan or something like that. Same mm. kind of deal. Um, and it was phenomenal. Super good. It's cool because it's like a contrast of ice cream and the donut is warm or hot. Yes. How did that part of it hold up temperature wise? The donut? Not as good as you would want. Like I think if I ate it there on the spot, I would have liked it even better. Uh, but I still loved it. It's still good. Uh, I love donuts. So this was like a marriage of all these great things. I think it's cool that they're doing, they do like such like niche things. Like it's all very different. No one's going to go in there and just get like, I'll get a scoop of vanilla or whatever They're You're going there for the, the, the donut puff experience or the crazy thing that you ordered. Um, uh, but I loved it. It was really good. Um, and it was super easy to do. Super, like, I don't think you would be able to get it home under other circumstances. Um, but uh, the, uh, you know, if you didn't think ahead and, and have like insulated bags to like try to get the stuff home. But by the time we got it home, we were able to eat it. It wasn't melted. It, it sounded really, or it, it tasted really good. Um, so we did that. And then today we tried to go to Gunther's because um, I wanted to talk about the 50-50, which is the thing that Gunther's does that sets them apart from everybody. Um, and so found out you could just order online and I didn't really understand how Will missed this, but you just order your thing online, go at your designated time, walk up to the door and they hand it to you and you leave. It took, it took one second. I didn't have to wait in a line or anything. I was the driver, not the navigator. Oh boy. (laughs) Yeah. You could have had a much better experience, but I got the 50, 50. You guys know about the 50, 50. It's like a fruit freeze mixed with ice cream. I do not. Let's hear it. Okay, so it's essentially, it's served in a cup. Um, You get sort of like a shave ice fruit freeze situation. You can pick one or two fruit flavors and then one ice cream flavor. And it's sort of sandwiched in between. Like, so there would be the fruit freeze on the bottom, a couple scoops of ice cream in the middle, and then more on the top. And you kind of, you eat it with a spoon. Um, And so I did a strawberry lemon with uh vanilla ice cream super great i think the the winning combo is just just go all orange and vanilla um and it's that sounds so good yeah it's super good um you can i've found that you can screw it up by getting like a large because it's just too much of and you're full from the fruit before you ever get to the ice cream um but so, and I got a medium this time and maybe it was even close to being too big. So I, I would recommend a smaller or medium to anyone who's never had this before, but it is their thing. If you go to Gunther's, they do ice cream super well. Everything they make tastes great in my opinion, but the 50, 50 is an experience that only they do um, as well as they do. I think you can maybe, I think that sweets and treats things makes 50, 50. Uh, the sweets and sugars that you talked about, Will. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Gunther's almost like invented it in Sacramento. This is what they're famous for is going there and getting that. Um, so I, I got it, was able to get it home. I used the same system to keep it cold. Um, my wife got a, a couple scoops of some ice cream that she wanted. 
she's an ice cream fiend. I just always will get this 50 50 if I can get the chance. And like I said, like on, even on a normal day, the line's going to be wrapped around the building. It was today as well. But if you order online ahead of time, you can just walk right up. They have a table blocking it off. No one's allowed inside. It all seemed very safe. But uh, even on like a normal Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you're going to see generally speaking, especially as you get into the evening, like a line of people just waiting to, to order. It's usually like, you know, a total shit show trying to order there. But they have really worked. Like a lot of these restaurants have been forced to kind of just get better to, to survive during this time. And I feel like we're going to see hopefully improvements that carry on into normal life where things are easier and more organized and it's simple to place an order ahead of time and carry things away. Like the infrastructure is there at all these sites now that just wanted to keep, you know, operating. Um, I hope that they continue it, but like this was the best Gunther's experience I've ever had. Usually I, you have to wait like an hour before you get your stuff. Like, wow. a, and, and that's the norm. Um, but phenomenal 50, 50, I'd recommend it to everybody. Um, I loved what I got, but like the just straight up orange, vanilla orange is the way to go, I think, for most people. Love it. I am going to talk about uh, a place that actually serves Gunther's ice cream, uh, but is not Gunther's. Where I went this week is called the Dream Ice Cream Parlor or just, yeah, Dream Ice Cream Parlor in Stockton. It's... Uh, fairly central in Stockton. It's not downtown, obviously, because downtown Stockton is uh, nightmarish in lots of ways, but <laughs> it's a little bit uptown Stockton. Not really in the nicest spot, though. Not like over by UOP uh, in like all the, the malls and Pacific Avenue there, the nice shops. It's, uh, you know, it's in a parking lot next to a Rite Aid and definitely like adjacent to a sort of, you know, massage parlor quote unquote uh so not not a great not a great physical location that's the first knock on these guys i'm gonna i'm gonna talk about this this place a lot in terms of kind of around the ice cream at first because i have to get that out there this place does gunther's ice cream so their ice cream is incredible but it's the other stuff that i want to focus on a little bit so got the location out of the way the second thing you got to know about this place is like it is super extra, um, kind of like the parlor in a lot of ways. In fact, like specifically like the parlor as far as they do the donut thing, which to my knowledge, they just, it's not an original concept. I, the parlor might've been one of the innovators or maybe the innovator, but they definitely jacked that steez and they're slicing up donuts and putting ice cream in them. Uh, the donut itself, I had, did not have it this time, but I've had it before. Myself and my wife agree it's like a it's kind of often a stale donut. It's not as fresh as what you get from the parlor. So it's kind of you know starting off on a bad foot here. They stole the style of of the parlor and they're using Gunther's ice cream, but there's more here. So they do four main things, or I guess three really main things. Uh, but they have a really really confusing menu system where on the wall, like in like a huge painted wall, it has like four main options. One of them is just a milkshake, but the other three are the donut, then something called a churro bite, uh, churro bites, uh, which is essentially a churro sundae, 
but they're kind of smaller. It's a shirt that's been chopped up into like 12 pieces. Uh, and it's a Sunday aside from that. And the third thing, which is kind of the, I don't know, maybe the most unique thing about this place as far as what I've seen is that they do something called a puffle. Have you ever heard of a puffle? I'm looking at the pictures. I've never seen anything like it. It's called a, it's, it's a called a puffle. It's a Hong Kong style street egg bubble waffle. Um, so it kind of, it's definitely waffly, but it's not fully a breakfast waffle. It's a little bit sweeter than that. Maybe kind of like, um, kind of like a Dutch waffle in a sense, but it's soft. So there's not those hard ridges. It's like these circular bubbles connected by, it looks like bubble wrap. It looks a lot like bubble wrap, um, but they're not hollow. So like they, you know what I yeah. mean? Like you see like the, the circular, the spherical pieces, they, they're very light and fluffy and, you know, in all honesty, the puffle is very good. Um, I had a puffle my first time there. Uh, Cause remember I did go back the next day. Uh, <laughs> I had the puffle. Um, it's kind of a, a triangular shaped and they put it in the, cup and you put the ice cream like it kind of you know it, it surrounds it you put the ice cream scoop in there i got butter pecan again gunther's again great and i did cinnamon toast crunch and chocolate sauce here's another issue when you order the puffle or the churro or anything there it comes with two toppings and sauces count as toppings and that's it I actually don't oh. know how much they more they charge you for up, like upcharge. I think it's significant though, because they are pretty firm on like, what are your two toppings? And I said like, are sauces toppings? They're like, yes, you get, you get, you can have two sauces, one topping, one sauce or two toppings, which is a tough look, I think. Yeah. Uh, because the parlor, you know, they'll just do whatever you want. You just, like, they're, they, they're very, there's like unlimited. Yeah. What do you want? What do you want, man? You want fruity pebbles. You want marshmallow sauce. You want chocolate sauce. You want lucky charms, whatever. We'll slam this thing full. And I think that that's a mistake because your margin is so good on the toppings. Like, why do you care? Like, what do you care if it's like a half a handful of lucky charms or, or, you know, a full handful of it, that part was frustrating for me. Um, and then the chocolate sauce was so weak and I should send you guys a picture because it was like they so a little tiny you know it came out, out of like one of those ketchup dispensers right like one of those bottles with the squeeze bottles yeah yeah and the opening was so tiny like a little pinprick which is great for making your ice cream instagrammable or facebookable or to so just like dri drizzle all over yeah, like you could write, you know, calligraphy with this thing. So it's like, <laughs> it's like a ballpoint pen type of line they're drawing. Whereas you at least want like a Sharpie stroke or, you know, even thicker, just, just throw that thing right on there. But by the time they, I mean, they did the chocolate sauce, but it was like nothing. I mean, it wasn't even like a teaspoon of chocolate sauce because of how thin the sort of lines they were drawing on it was. And it, and it was gone in two bites, you know, barely covered the uh, cinnamon toast crunch. And so I was also rushed and there's a big line and I felt like I just made some bad choices. So I'm going to kind of put that on myself. Uh, probably didn't do a great job there. Uh, my wife got the churro thing and that was better. The churros were fresher. They did not have the stale issue that I've had with some of their donuts. 
Um, she got birthday cake ice cream, which, by the way, is just just a home run. Just a home run. That Gunther's birthday cake ice cream. You ever had that one? Yeah, it's fire. It's absolutely fire. I Yeah, like, I think that we should have given some more love to that flavor, even, like, during the draft, because that thing was insanely good. Um, but, yeah, like, overall, I was, was pretty disappointed with my first time there this week. You know, it's a very social media slanted approach. It's all branding. So they really want you to go in front of their wall and take a picture of their thing. They've got like the printout with their logo and like, you know, their Facebook and their Instagram. And, you know, it's just, it's a little bit style over substance where they're not, it's not their own ice cream. I, it's not their own donuts. You know, I doubt they're like making their own puffle. I doubt they're making their own churros even. So that was a little bit frustrating. It looks fun though. Like the pictures do look fun. The puffle looks cool. The churro thing looks fun. Like I could see kids being excited about eating there. The toppings look pretty unique and cool. Like a bunch of different cereals. I don't know. Yes. It definitely was fun. And like it was, it would be a great spot for kids. Uh, maybe like older kids, like cool kids or whatever, you know, like yeah, high schooler yeah. kids. Uh, <laughs> I think it would be a great date spot because it is like big leather couches and stuff. Obviously okay. those were to the side and not available right now, but um, like black leather couches, bright teal walls, um, definitely a cool, cool environment in there. But but yeah, um, you know, it's I'd almost like a boba tea type place, right? But like oh, yeah. with, yeah, with the same kind of vibe and they want you to hang out kind of thing. They definitely want you to hang out. They like really want you to Instagram your stuff. And yeah, yeah it is kind of boba style where, and like even the, here's, you know, definitely something that's cool about this place is that they they definitely have like some interesting non-traditional flavors going on again that goes to gunther's but uh let's see here they got horchata they got uh white rabbit which i don't know are you familiar with that candy no no what is that it's a really good uh like chewy vanilla-y candy i believe it's chinese um i can actually should probably make sure I get that right. Uh, but I believe it's Chinese candy and it's, it was something that like I had a lot growing up. Uh, yes, it is Chinese. Um, it's very unique, but milky, vanilla-y. It's kind of about the texture though. So like the flavor didn't translate well. You, could, you can't put pieces of it in there because it will just break your teeth. But a lot of fun. Uh, Vietnamese coffee, um, and that kind of, you know, played into also all the employees that I've ever seen there are people of color, which is pretty cool. Um, so a lot of like fun flavors going on there. And I'm definitely here for like, I, first of all, like I love sort of Asian fusion stuff. So yeah. that whole, that whole like palette of flavors super into, I mean, obviously I mentioned like green tea ice cream is a big favorite of mine. They have a great version of that there. Uh, so I came back the next day. Uh, because I saw an Instagram post from them that was something that seemed like it would be more up my alley. They have a mango sorbet that they do with tagine and chamoy. Oh, uh, I loved this thing. Are you guys fans of like tagine? Tahine? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah like on on like on like fruit, like pineapple, like fruit cups and stuff. Absolutely, yeah. Like the yeah. you know you you can get them like street vendor style. They're so good. They look that you shared us a picture of that. I mean, it looks like like a ice creamy like mangonada, and it looked really really good. Now, what's a mangonada? So so mangonada is kind of the same idea, but it's okay. Let me I'm trying to think of how to describe this to you. It's so it's like a street. It's something you can get from like street vendors all over the place. It's it's like a it's like a Mexican ice cream dish where it's it's like, like mango sorbet, right? Yeah, it's like a it's almost and, like a mango sorbet or like a or like a like a super finely shaved ice. Yeah, and but it'll have pieces of of mango. It'll have chamoy. It'll have everything that you were naming basically. But I mean, and it might it might just be their fancy way of saying a manganata too. It looks it totally exactly like be. it. I'm, it's, I'm looking like, at the Instagram post and it looks just like it. Because that's all it is. I mean, it's mango sorbet. With Did it have fruit chunks in it and like little bits of the, the tahini powder mixed in with it and everything else like that? It didn't have fruit chunks. I know like some chamoys do. Uh, this one, you know, that's like the thing about chamoy red is like this. It's not a brand. It's like there's a million versions yeah. of it. Was yours like a little sweet and a little spicy? Yeah, and that's how I like my fruit cups as well. Like, it's got the spice and the salt and the sweet. And yeah, I mean, this was yeah, I mean, this was really, really, really good. Yeah, I think I think I think what basically what you had was a manganata then, and they're they're fantastic. They're great. I, Jessica Jessica my my girlfriend got me onto those, and they're every time we've had one, I've I've been pleased. So yeah, they really redeemed themselves in my eyes. And then also like, I'll say it was not busy at all that time. It was totally empty. And uh, they even recognized us and were like super nice to us. And uh, you know, just were like, hey man, like we'll hook you up, like keep coming back, like regulars here. We got plenty of room for discounts. Probably the situation where like, they're not gonna pressure me into choosing only two toppings or like one server, one topping if I keep going back there. For my health, I probably shouldn't go every day, but uh, yeah, I mean, overall, it was a, overall, I will be back. It was a good experience. Um, you know, I have a little bit of criticisms of their lack of originality, but like, again, like you can't knock the hustle. There's, they're doing the right thing by putting Gunther's ice cream in Stockton and giving you these fun options, which also aren't around in Stockton, like the donut stuff. So yeah, at the end of the day, I, I'm pretty happy with it. And like, also, you know, bottom line here, man, I love Gunther's ice cream. Yeah. And I don't think a lot of places have the infrastructure to like make their own. Right. And so if you can somehow create the neighborhood ice cream spot that you know has good ice cream, like, yeah, I'm not going to knock it. Right. Like, obviously it, it'd be cooler if they were making their own stuff, but like, who does that? I know that we, we can list three, but like, you know, Haagen-Dazs isn't making ice cream in the back of, of the room or, you know what I mean? They're, they're shipping it in from someplace. And how, how is, how is dream going to pull that off? You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it limits them from being like in contention as, as like the best local spot. For I think. sure. For sure. But yeah. And even the parlor, uh, will mention had, you know, makes their own stuff. So Oh, okay. even with those gimmicky donut things, I believe that's just straight up the parlor ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. As far as I know, when I, when I was going there, they were, that was one of their selling points is we, we make our own ice cream. Well, that's cool. I mean, I wonder how they, do they, 
do it local, like at each individual spot? I don't know. The, the original parlor, that's a small location. Like, I don't know where they'd fit that thing, but right. have, I think that's why they only have a limited, like, I think they have like eight or 10 flavors or something like that. Uh, makes sense. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, and I'm sorry. I got to just shout out uh, one more flavor, uh, two more flavors, taro and Thai tea. Uh, man, have you had the, the tar? Is it taro or taro? The purple ice cream? Uh, taro. Like a baby, uh, baby sweet potato or something like that. You know, like that uh, uh, root vegetable. Yeah, that I don't. so good. You like it? I'm not a fan. I think maybe I just can't get past the idea of what it is. Like it's, yeah, it's a potato. You know it's what I mean? It's my favorite ice cream, period. Huh. Wow. You like some weird ice creams, man. I've had it. It's it's whatever for me. Like again, I'd eat it, but I would never go out of my way to get it. So you I don't like that you just like tried to compare it to or you you, you put it in the same classification as mint chip. That was rude. Uh, <laughs> I mean it's, it's way better than mint chip. Huh? I, I, I'm, oh. I, I'm I'm completely okay with you hating that idea. It's just I, I like I like like the fact that it's a root vegetable ice cream. I'd be like, all right, like let, let me try it. And then like the actuality of it is it's like kind of smooth, but chalky. And like, there's not a lot of flavor to it. It's like, Oh, okay. It feels like a palate cleanser. Have you had the Gunther's version? I have not. No, I have I not. Mean, there's nothing I chalky mean. about that bad boy. They must, they must make that special for them. Cause I don't know of that ever being at Gunther's. That's interesting because it, you know, the parlor has a Terra one as well that I get every time I go there. Huh. And a Thai tea one, which is also a Gunther's thing. All right. Well, is it time for us to choose sides in this war? Yeah, it's time. All right. Who wants to take the plunge? Who wants to go first? So, Are we all just going to agree with each other? That's I'll the other. I'm afraid we might. We, I'm afraid we <laughs> might as well. <laughs> Here's what I'll say. I, I got to probably go first because I've never had Vicks. I've never had Double May Care. I've never sure. had Leatherbees. So I can't really contribute at a high level to this discussion. Um, what I can say is that I would be shocked if anything could beat Gunther's in terms of pure ice cream quality. Uh, you know, everyone that I know and that I've talked to, uh, I'm just going to put it out there like, thinks that leather bees is kind of a joke. Uh, I, you know, I, what I've heard, this is, this is the overall consensus of people that I really trust and that have grown up in Sacramento and been there the whole time. And it's from a pretty big sample of people that leather bees is fantastic. It's amazing for kids, but if you are grown ass man, woman <laughs> or, or non-binary individual and specifically yeah. that, you will, you are on team Gunther's. Can I, in my pursuit of peace, can I, can I propose a compromise here? Kevin, Kevin oh. mentioned earlier that he felt like what Leatherbees is good at is making good Sundays. Yeah. So, let, let me just throw out there, by the way, just for context, when I said specifically, if you might be a, a non-binary person is that that's a reference to some, some monies going some places from Leatherbees. So, which I don't have sure. evidence of, and I don't want to make this podcast about that. But I saw a lot of people in our mentions saying that Leatherbees is, is up to some not so great stuff politically. Some nef some nefarious stuff in the background. I, I'm willing to because Leatherbees ice cream is good. It's fine. It's and and I'm sure having never had Gunther's, that Gunther's is really great ice cream. I'm more than happy to say Gunther's is the best ice cream in Sacramento. 
if we can also say that Leather Leatherbees probably has the best Sundays. I think that that's fair, and we, and 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 I think it 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 what Richard said makes sense too, right? Like it's a great place for kids and parties, yeah. right? Yeah. It's a, and it's that's a really sort of when thing to do. Yeah, that's when you'd eat a Sunday, right? After your soccer game or whatever, right? Yeah, bring the kids fifth birthday or 10th birthday, whatever. Right. Um, but like, yeah, if you're an adult and you don't want to eat out of a, or drink your water out of a tiny cup, then <laughs> you're not going there. Um, I'll give them this. They have places to sit and Gunther's doesn't and, uh, they have food and you know, as far as I know, Gunther's doesn't, but Vix does. And I don't think that they're getting enough love. I think if I had to choose, I would say Gunther's is, my number one spot. And I think that their best thing is the 50, 50. I think Vix is the second best ice cream in Sacramento. Um, and if you go there, you're getting the ice cream and then Leatherby's does Sundays. Well, I guess. Um, well, yeah, but that, and we can't slice it that, that then I think, I mean, we can, we can do that and be charitable and say, sure. Gunther's is the best ice cream. Devil May Care is the best inventive flavors. Yeah. Uh, Leatherbees is the best Sundays. The parlor has the best ice cream donuts. Donut thing, yeah. Uh, and, I, yeah. and I think they deserve love for that, honestly. And that, I think that is true. Like, the best, like, different thing. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, buckle up. Like, if I'm going to war, I'm going to war for Team Gunther's. Yeah, I'm riding for Gunther's. I think I grew up a Vicks kid um, because, you know, I couldn't go – I couldn't drive and Vicks was closer to where I was. Uh, but Gunther's is better. Gunther's is better. It's where I'll go now. If I'm in the neighborhood, I'll go to Vicks and I'll like it. It's cool. It's nostalgic. It's a tiny little place and you can get a sandwich there too. But Gunther's has the best ice cream in Sacramento. In my opinion, I've never been to you, Devil May Care. I know I don't want your army to come after me, but here we are. Uh, And if we're battling, going to war, I'm just going to put my horse in the stable and go back to bed. Like, <laughs> like I think it's all good. I'm I'm not trying to fight this. Like if I say it's Gunther's, I I will be happy to have Gunther's at some point and agree with you. But there is no fight in the ice cream in the in the ice cream war for me. Like pe- other people can battle it out, but you I've sound like people. a kid from Reading. Is what you sound like right now. <laughs> well, I have no fight in this. <laughs> I have we no all horse. agreed we would choose sides here. This is don't cowardly. out of this. <sighs> Will's no. just gonna wakeboard home, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all the way to Reading. Yep, um, yep, that's exactly right. I'm gonna go hike my mountain. He's gonna go be like hang the out best with my crystals. And yeah, we'll be best fine. ice cream is in the back of a gas station. <laughs> best ice cream that I know of is in Bands in Oregon at the Cream. <laughs> Get out! All right, so that's it, Will. Yeah, um, I okay. want to remind you that uh, Kevin's got a Kevin's got a letter that he has to read. I do, guys. Okay. I have a letter. Well, f- final count here is two for Gunther's, one Absolutely. for cowardice. Go ahead, Kevin. <laughs> Honestly, guys, if you're listening, I want I reach out to us. We're on Twitter at uh, Snackramento Pod, right? Correct. Or is it just at Snackramento? We should probably figure this out. No, it's, it's the pod. We weren't able to secure. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. We couldn't get somebody sitting on Snackramento. So yeah, at Snackramento Pod, hit us up. Let us know if you disagree. I'm sure you will. Uh, or you could be like this guy and send us an email. Uh, or pardon me, he sent me a DM and it's very long. We, I'm calling it an email. Um, all right. It's not that long. I'm going to read it to you guys. Hi, Kevin. Long time listener. First time caller, which is, I guess, a funny joke. 
Uh, so to add to the Pizza Hut conversation, so he's referencing episode two where we talked about pizza, as you guys know. The reading program Richard was talking about was a book it program. You got that little button and then a bookmark looking receipt to take into Pizza Hut for your free personal pan pizza. Also, they ran a promotion that I'm pretty sure every kid took part of when Land Before Time came out. You could go and get a plastic hand puppet of the Land Before Time characters. I think they had one for all the main characters. And regardless of character, your hand would instantaneously sweat once you put it inside there. (laughs) I think I like the pizza more because of all of that. But actually, uh, did love the spongy bread their crust came as. In regards to Shakey's, that place was awesome. The area I moved to in LA has them all over. Uh, Oh, I guess they have a lot of Shakey's. But they don't have that nostalgic feel to them uh, with the cool signs like the one on J Street at. For my Gamba Not Forgotten chain, which is, this, we probably should have mentioned this, I guess. Rico's Pizza was amazing, if I recall as a kid. It would be the hot lunch pizza we got at school. And like the size had like the diameter of an SUV tire. It was amazing. I'll take my answer off the air. Love the show. Well, thank you for the, thank you for the letter, Derek. Uh, do you remember any of this land before time uh, puppet, hand puppet situation, Richard? Of course not, but <laughs> I love that letter. Thank you so much, Derek. And in honor of that, I think we got to establish a gone for not, but not forgotten segment. Uh, yeah. An award, if you will, to to a a franchise now defunct in each episode, and I think we definitely know where we're giving that to. Uh, the Farrell's tragedy, yeah, Farrell's. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to have an in memoriam section at the end of uh, at the end of this year where we can play every time we've talked about a tragedy or a, yeah. a defunct restaurant in Sacramento. What a sad story, though. And you wouldn't, I mean, you wouldn't think you'd have to talk about you know, a tragedy of that magnitude in the ice cream episode, but here we go. <laughs> Very difficult moment. Um, yeah. One other segment we might want to touch on uh, just real briefly before we get out of here. I know, Will, you went and tried a different bulgogi burrito this week uh, based on Kevin and my suggestion of taco or taco, T-A-K-O. I, I swear, if it's not taco, I'm I'm gonna riot. Um, yeah, no, <laughs> if it, it cannot be taco, it's, it's taco. Not, you're you're I, right. You're right. I, well, I if you know, know that it's called taco, why did you order what you ordered? Is really <laughs> <laughs> okay. Check I man. ordered it specifically because of the suggestions that you made. So after after me talking about my bulgogi wrap burrito, uh, Kevin and Richard both explained that there's a place called Taco with a similar concept where it's Korean Mexican fusion. And um, so I went um, this weekend and I tried the uh, taco bulgogi burrito so that I could compare it to the bulgogi wrap burrito that I had at a buttermilk cafe. Um, Jessica, who I took, my girlfriend, she, she came along with and she had um, tacos as well. I had one of those. So, so technically, you know, boo-hoo to you guys. I've tried both. <laughs> Um, it was good. It was solid. The, um, the meat was sweet. The, um, the rice wasn't like, I think the difference there was the rice for the most part. The, the rice at, at Buttermilk Cafe is like sticky rice. It's actual sticky rice. Like sushi where, rice. Yeah. Where this was more uh, like, like a wet white rice. 
and then the um, all the sauce was coming from the coleslaw that they put in it. And the coleslaw there was good. It was solid overall. I, w- I would I would definitely get it again. Like it's one of those things that it's more convenient for me to go to taco than it is to go to buttermilk cafe. So I will swing by if I were going to work or on my way home from work, I could swing by taco and, yeah. and get it. But I still think after, after, after taking my time, consuming it the best that I could really, really thinking about, it, I don't think it holds a candle to buttermilk cafe. It's weird that you say about the sauce though. Cause I've had the, uh, the taco there, yeah. um, which many would argue is what you should get. Um, and it is, it, it had a lot of this like purpley sauce on it and it was yeah. like spicy. It was good. Yeah. It, it's it's a good. messy thing to eat, but it is it good. And, and the tacos, I, I will say that they give you a really good portion size for those tacos. You get three like soft, like soft tacos. And there's a and lot of meat, right? They give you a lot of meat, a lot of chicken. I mean, it was, uh, it was it was falling out like she of course it was i was waiting for this <laughs> <laughs> no i'm saying that like even she said she's like hey be careful this thing is this thing's falling apart uh so when you pick up pick them up like it was tearing out tearing out the bottom of the taco because there was so much that they put in so this was not a clumsy thing this was a, a, a they were being generous with their food now I'm sad that like Will didn't have a story about spilling ice cream everywhere or something. Oh, like, no. did you spill that McFlurry somehow? <laughs> no, no, oh, okay. unfortunately no. But I will say that my uh, COVID-19 mustache and beard are now so thick and so, so uh, plentiful and so beautiful that like, I have to really watch. I have to like really open my mouth to make sure that I don't get like whipped cream on my mustache or like really embarrass myself. So <laughs> So I, 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 want, I want you to know that this would happen when I was clean shaven as well. But like right now, I'm extra careful because of the beard. Hmm. All right. I will say I'm very intrigued by butter through milk. And I really do actually want to go there. I, I, I buy in. I'm going to try that, that bulgogi burrito from butter through milk uh, one day. <laughs> uh, I got to know. Here we go. Final question. And uh, we don't have to answer it right now. If you're listening, you can tweet at us, help us decide what's going to be the next food topic we dive into. That's a great question. I honestly think we could have led off with ice cream. It was, it's, it's just such a hot topic uh, in Sacramento. Um, we've done burgers, we've done pizza, we've done burritos. I, My I wife, know what Richard wants to do, but I don't think we should go there quite yet. Yeah. And I think we have to establish rules before we ever do sushi about like where we can go. Right. Cause I think you could easily just all go to, you could all talk about Makuni or whatever. Right. But, and no shade to them, but like, we shouldn't do that. I don't think. Um, what about Italian? And we can make Will go to the old spaghetti factory. <laughs> make me go to a Espanol. Espanol and the old spaghetti factory. Yeah, we can do that. I don't, I don't mind. We, yeah, we can do, uh, we'll talk do it specifically over. Italian. Do we want to do spaghetti? Do we want to do uh, just any sort of pasta? Like how Probably, do you do yeah, like a pasta is a good yeah. choice. Like it's not too narrow, but not too broad. Sure. I'm okay. full in. I'm full in on pasta. All right, pasta. All right, boys. Pasta it is. And uh, yeah, get at us uh, on Twitter for suggestions for the following week. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you next time. See you guys. Keep snacking.